Welcome to a special edition of the Backdoor Cover, IB Sports Weekly Gambling Podcast. I am your host, Keith Fleming. Normally with me is my co-host, gambling professor, Alan, a.k.a. IB Yeezus, a.k.a. Actively Lazy on Facebook. But we had some technical difficulties yesterday when trying to record our weekly podcast. So instead, I'm just going to give our breakdown of the golf course and then our picks and make it a real quick podcast. It'll be completely a preview of the Rocket Mortgage PGA Tour event this week at the Detroit Golf Club. Before we officially start, I want to remind everyone that the IB Sports podcast feed is available on iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor. Please be sure to be uh, to subscribe to be notified of all new podcasts from the IB Network. We would also really appreciate it if you would rate and review five stars, please. Finally, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or join our Facebook group with over 4,000 members. So what we're going to do today is just a preview of the Rocket Mortgage Golf Tournament. A little history about the club. The Detroit Golf Club is a private golf club built in 1899. It was originally built as a six-hole golf course. Donald Ross came in in 1913 and turned the property into a 36-hole facility, pretty much what it is today. The two sides are known as the North and South Course. These courses are as close to a traditional Donald Ross design as there is. That means the course is narrow, has trees lining the fairway, surrounded by thick, rough, and small circular bunkers. With the exception of the third hole on the south course, the entire tournament is going to be played on the north course. However, it is not played in its normal order. The layout is 7,300 yards. It's mostly Poana greens with small sections of bent. The fairways and rough are bluegrass. They have grown the rough out. I've seen reports last year... uh, They did not have the rough up. Scores were really low. 25 under won the tournament. I still think it's going to be a lot of scoring, but the rough is up, which is going to make it a little bit more difficult. The historic uh, keys to success at this venue, it's kind of difficult to go off of data. There's only been one tournament played at this. This was last year. But from last year's people with success, you had driver distance was not a huge factor, but driving accuracy approach play and scrambling are likely to have a large impact on success they did last year last year good driving percentage which means the percentage of times a player would hit the green even if their tee shot did not find a fairway that was the stat that almost everyone in the top 10 was near the top of that stat uh, the players with success last year had high birdie rates obviously i mean it was 25 under won the tournament The cut line was five under going into the weekend. So last year's tournament, Nick Lashley won the event despite being an alternate and getting in the field last minute. He was literally one of the last guys to get into the field, went on to win the tournament. Ironically, or not ironically, he would go on to win by six shots. Ironically, the guy who finished runner-up, Doc Redman, he also Monday qualified for the tournament and earned temporary status on tour with his runner-up finish. He's actually been doing very, very well, including recently. So in the field, we've had some star-studded uh, you know, fields since the tour has came back. This is not a star-studded field. We only have three of the top ten in the world are here this week. Five of the top 20. Uh, we had, I think, as many as 16 or 17 last week of the top 20 in the world there. Ricky Fowler, who recently fell out of the top 30 in the world for the first time in years, he's also in the field. He's coming off a really rough stretch where he's missed four out of the last six cuts. 
I'm sure, as you know, Rocket Mortgage sponsors Ricky Fowler, that we will see a Ricky Rocket Mortgage commercial during the event this weekend or two. All right, so we're going to get into our plays. We have been doing really well on our picks on the PGA Tour basically all of 2020. Last week, we had one of our worst weeks, but I did give you both Brandon Still and Kevin Strillman to top 20. One, uh, they were 8-1 to one and 9-1. to one. I don't remember which ones. Uh, but at the end of the streak, we had picked the winner in five out of six events. But this week for winners, I like Terrell Hatton at 16-1. to one. It's a field with not a lot of big names. The value at the top of the odd sheet is not great. So I would not be opposed if someone decided I'm not going to pick any of the top favorites. But I just couldn't pass up on Hatton. He's currently first on the tour in uh, strokes gained approach. Strokes gained tee to green and strokes gained overall. He's also second in strokes gained putting. Hatton has been playing really well. Uh, his only recent start since the tour has started back up was a third place, so he's got good form. He's tailor-made to find success at this course, much like Simpson, who I picked at the Heritage a few weeks ago, who went on to win. So I just couldn't pass that one up either. I've got Kevin Noss, my second pick to win at 33-1. to Knock comes into this week off a fifth-place finish last week. Played really well over the weekend. He's had some success on Ross courses and other similar courses in the past. And he's fifth in strokes game putting on tour. And I just believe he's a good play at these odd this week because, you know, Kevin Noss won on tour a couple of times. And to be getting him at 33-1 to with what you're paying for some other guys is a pretty good price. I've got Brent Snedeker as my third pick to win at 40-1. to He finished fifth at this event last year, so he's got experience on the track. He has a, a good track record on Ross courses. He's looking for his 10th career win, which that's kind of a milestone on the PGA Tour. It's a big deal when you win your 10th win, so this is going to be a good venue for that. He's third in stroke screen around the green, 18th in stroke gains putting, and he's 31st in birdie average, which is all good for what we expect to be a shootout. So my fourth pick is Harold Barner at 60-1. to He's had a 32nd and a 19th in two of his last three starts on tour since it's resumed. Barner is going to eventually break through and win his first event. This track sets up really well for him. Again, it's more about ball striking, not as uh, it's important about your tee shot. Really important from the 100 to 150 yard range. He's 21st in strokes gained off the tee, 14th in strokes gained tee to green, and 24th in strokes gained overall. Varner, if if the putting does not let him down, Varner could easily win one of these type events where it's a premium on your ball striker. He's one of the better ball strikers on tour right now. I have Will Gordon as my one of my two long shots. Gordon finished third last week. He also had a top 10 finish at the RSM last year. It's kind of a similar venue. He's on temporary status on tour. The Vandy standout has a, a lot of game. He had the lead for a period over last weekend's event. He's been playing well, and again, at 90-1 to 1 for a guy that just finished third at a tougher field, I'm going to take those odds. And then my, my biggest long shot is Ryan Armour at 175-1. to 1. He finished sixth last week. He made the cut at the event last year, so he's played in it. This tournament will put a premium on shots from 100 to 150 yards. Armour is ninth on tour from 100 to 125 yards out and 20th from 125 to 150. So I've got three top 10 plays. Brian Stewart at 8-1. to one. He's a local boy, 
grew up within an hour of the golf course. He finished fifth last year at this event. He's made the cut in all three starts since the tour has restarted. And the strength of his game, again, is at that 100-150 yard distance. He's 15th in strokes uh, gained around the green. Cal Stanley is also 8-1 to to top 10. He finished 21st last year at this event. He finished 24th last week on tour. He's one of the more accurate drivers of the ball on tour. I know that that's not a huge deal here, but he's a really straight driver, not just a bomber, which will come into hitting fairways with thick rough. He's 17th in greens and reg percentage for the year on tour. And he's one of those players that when he gets hot, he seems to rack up you know, good places, good finishes, in a few weeks of period of time, that's how he regains his card every year. He won't play great for large stretches of the tour season, but then he'll have a couple of good stretches. I'm hoping one of these. And then Will Gordon at 6-1 to one to top 10. Again, I'm not going to go over it. I, I told you about him and his play to win. My top 20 plays, and I'm going to butcher this name, is Sahith Thigula. He is 9-1. to one. It's a complete flyer. He's a 22-year-old who skipped his senior season of college golf this year. He was the best player in the nation. He's one of the five golfers ever in college golf to win both of the top honors in one college season for player of the year. He won three junior world titles by the time he was 10 years old. He missed the cut last week, but he fired a 62 and finished third in his only other professional start this year. Granted, it was on the outlawed tour, or outlaw tour, excuse me, but he just he has huge upside and it's like we said, kind of a weaker field. So he could be one of the more talented guys in the field. Just a top 20 at 9-1. to one. I like that play. I have Tyler Duncan to top 20 at plus 450. He showed up uh, in the top 25 of several models by gambling excerpts that I looked into at this venue this week. He's a great ball striker. He's finished in the top 40 in all three of his starts since the tour has resumed. He's finished 32nd last week despite losing three shots around on the greens. His best putting surfaces are bent and poana. Remember, these are poana greens with about 20% bent. It's a mixture. Uh, he won last year at the RSM over Webb Simpson. And, you know, you're getting 5-1 to one odds on him again on a weak field for a top 20. I like that play. My last top 20 is Joseph Bramlett at plus 750. Joseph returned from what was thought to be a career-ending uh, back injury in 2019. He was playing really well, including a ninth-place finish in Puerto Rico and an 18th-place finish at Pebble Beach before the tour went on hiatus. He is shooting three rounds, or excuse me, last week he finished 41st. He shot three rounds in the 60s. He's in the top 40 in greens and regulation, top 20 in approaches for all those important yardages we've talked about, 50 to 100, 100 to 25, 125 to 150. So those are my picks. Alan, our uh, gambling professor, also sent in his picks. Uh, Allen's had a really great 2020. He gave you Patrick Reed when he won earlier this year at the WGC. He gave you Terrell Hatton when he won. Uh, he gave you some JM when he won at the Honda. He's also had a good season, but his picks are, and he doesn't have a write-up, so you won't have to go through hearing me uh, talk through all these. He had five winners. He picked Terrell Hatton at 16 to one, Brent Snedeker at 40 to one, Adam Hadwin at 66 to one. Doc Redman at 40 to 1 and Will Gordon at 90 to 1. His top 10 plays are Adam Hadwin at 5 to 1 and Will Gordon at 6 to 1. And his top 20 plays are Ryan Armour at 7 to 1, Nick Lashley at 5 to 1, and Will Gordon at 4 to 1. 
We did not talk about these picks uh, before he sent them to me, and I decided to do this little preview podcast, so I feel a little better knowing that me and Alan share several picks. I'm definitely learning from them. But, again, this was just a preview of the uh, Rocket Mortgage Golf Tournament, the Detroit Golf Club, by the backdoor cover. We apologize. We did not have an official full episode. We will be back next week when we preview next week's PGA Tour event. We'll probably talk about the NBA, Cam Newton uh, being signed by the New England Patriots and what that does to the odds in the AFC East, the AFC, and the Super Bowl for the Pats overall. But I am Keith Fleming from the backdoor cover. Alan, uh, sorry he couldn't be here, but we gave his picks. We will post this to both the Club Junkies group and the Ivy Sports, and we'll see you guys soon.